Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Flames fans? Episode 24, Blasty's Corner. Welcome to the office. Grant Chung here, Chris Sardina, co-host Chris. Do you believe in karma, my friend? Uh, yes. Yes, yeah. I do, Grant. Yeah. Why, are you referencing a previous episode, perchance? Yeah. Yeah, I made some comments. Some comments about a certain team. Both, both of us. Yeah, both a certain team up north and... Uh, I mean, we're on a bit of a, the, the boys were on a bit of a slide before that. And, you know, I don't want to sound egomaniacal, but, um, you know, sometimes when you put that kind of energy out there, you know, the, the things you care about seem to seem to go in the other direction. You know, I've lost three weeks in my fantasy league now. And, you know, the boys uh, are two, seven and one in their last 10 games after dropping another stinker. To the Ottawa Senators, four-one defeat. Um, saw a couple scraps. Saw a couple uh, family jewel dingers. <laughs> Let's get your thoughts on the game, Chris. Oh, I missed uh, most of it, unfortunately. But uh, it wasn't um, worth watching anyway. Yeah, I was kind of keeping keeping tabs and uh, just disappointed, I guess. That's. Uh, the Flames' uh, good start is more looking like uh, um, maybe a hot streak rather than what they actually were, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. But yeah, I do believe in karma because sorry, a dogs dogs howling in the background, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's disappointing. It, it's it's a disappointing run. Oh, and four, and we're playing Florida again. Oh boy. Uh and uh I don't know if we're going to beat them at home to be honest. At home. Even, yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean Florida's not as good on the road, but they're still Florida. They just they just put up a 9 spot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's um, Calgary. Like we're playing Calgary. in Calgary. Yeah. Uh, you can't see where in Calgary. No, we're, we're awful in Calgary. Last two years I think we've been not very good in Calgary. 
So, yeah. What's 16 plus 9? It's uh, 25. 25. No, that's 30. They've scored 30 goals in their last five games. 30 goals in their last five games. Florida has. Florida has. Yeah. Wow. And then... It's not bad. Dude, look. These these fucking scores are ridiculous. (laughs) I think they've scored... Yeah, like... Yeah. It's it's not like... Well, they've had outbursts, but they've just been like... It's over four goals a game, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. They've, They've scored nine goals twice in the last nine games. Seven goals once. Yeah. Six goals. Five goals three times. Like, it's... You know... Yeah, tough matchup up ahead, but yeah, sorry, I kind of I, I did a little uh, side check, but uh, off the existing game because the dog was very distracting, very distracting. But That's um, right. look, yeah, those past games like it's a tough run. Oh four, and then also what were we before? We were it was it wasn't four regulation losses though, right? Like we had one or two. OT losses in the 0 and 4 run that we were before. We won the two games after the break. Yeah. Yeah, we um, had a couple wins against LA Anaheim, yeah. Pittsburgh, but I mean, yeah. It, that, that, I that guess, was including one of the I I just see in in the in the minutes that I watched, it just seems like we're back to what we were before, you know, like kind of last year. Not winning mm-hmm. a lot of battles, not getting goaltending, and not scoring outside of like Johnny Gaudreau, <laughs> <laughs> which, and I don't know what you what do you think about our depth scoring in this run and where it needs to be and how far it's fallen. Yeah, I mean it definitely it definitely hasn't been there. Um... I think I think I would agree with what Daryl was saying about how they're not playing with enough passion, and you know this is something that this is something that's easy to fix. You know the the, the boys haven't played with any type of emotion uh, outside of Milan Lucic trying to get the boys going. Um, they haven't played with any type of passion that I've seen. They, they just kind of look listless out there. Um, and they haven't been playing the type of hockey that they were playing before at the beginning of the season uh, that Daryl Sutter was trying to entrench in them. So I think this is just, I mean, if, if they can get back to the habits that they were in before at the beginning of the year, it, like this is something that's um, that they can change easily. They just need to put in the effort and you know, want to continue to playing the way that they were playing before. Cause honestly, you know, they, they aren't playing the type of checking hockey that they were playing before. You know, the guys are a lot looser. They're not uh, on their defensive assignments. That third pairing has been a complete anchor uh, since the beginning of the year. Um, I mean, they were bad early, but like they've been worse the last yeah. several games. They were they were manageable before. Now it's like, yeah. oh, we got a goal squirt on us. Now it's who's on the ice? Oh, it's Zadorov and Gabranson again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that, that. That's that's. I don't understand why Daryl continues to throw them out there immediately after they let in a goal. But I feel like, you know, obviously teams are countering that. They see what yes. he's doing, 
and they understand, okay, well, when Goodbranson, when 44 and 16 are on the ice, then that's when we score goals. So just fucking hammer them in their own zone, get in front of the net because they're not going to do anything about it because they can't get around you. Um, and that's that's how the other team has has operated. Yeah, I was going to say, I think like we've been we've been countered a bit. Like I think teams are kind of like caught up to the the way the Flames have played, and they were talking about it on the radio a little bit on overtime after last game. It's like te- teams not surprised by how the Flames play anymore. Like they know, like if they don't come and they don't have a game plan, like yeah, the Flames will probably beat you. Yeah. Um. But like with the game plan, the Flames have been beatable, and we haven't been able to escape our glaring holes and yeah, the Zadorov and, and good Branson have, have been some of those glaring holes. And I kind of feel bad for good Branson a little bit because like Zadorov makes some, <laughs> how do I say this baffling decisions like yes. defensively? Yes. Like one goal that comes to mind, I think it was last game um, where Backlund was trying to carry it like up the ice, like out of the zone. It might've been the fourth goal. I think. Okay. Um, and he was just trying to clear it and he was, had a guy kind of hounding him. Um, and he lost the puck. He turned it over the blue line back when did, unfortunately, um, he hasn't been great like this season. Um, but Zadorov then pinched, <laughs> like went up, like our, our forwards were gone. Like they were gone. Like the wingers were gone. Yeah. So it was good. Branson, the other team's forwards were still in the zone. Yeah. Uh, and Zidorov like pinched up and just lost a battle instantly. Like he, he didn't do anything. He just put Gabranson in like a two on one situation. Yeah. Um and yeah, it was Gabranson, like, what does he do? He tries to take the shooter, doesn't cover the pass, which is what you're supposed to do on a two on one. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. he didn't play what it perfectly, that? but um and then it was a goal, and I think I've just seen that a lot from Zadorov. So um, I feel like Zadorov is bringing down that pairing a little bit more than Gabranson. what how do you feel about that? Take. Well, yeah, I, I think I think absolutely, yeah. I mean, Gabranson's been yeah. pretty decent for what yeah. he is. Yeah. Um, you know, he he hasn't he's made a couple errors, but they haven't been as egregious as Zadorov. And I knew I knew just from covering Chicago last year <laughs> that this was not going to go well. Like when we paid, because like when when we traded for him, I was like, oh, okay, like that's intriguing. Third round picks a bit high, but yeah, um, oh that that stings. It really does. Yeah, and then they signed him to a four million dollar contract with three point seven five. Um, and I thank God it was only a one year deal because you know he's not going to be back next year. <laughs> no. He's probably not going to be in the league next year. Um, but I mean, I I still I I don't know what it is. I I think he's just overconfident. He thinks that he's better than he actually is. Um. I mean, just just based on his pregame 100%. or preseason uh, comments and interviews, he believes he's a top four defenseman, and no way in any type of like, even if you were on Edmonton, you're not a top four defenseman. Like you're he, you're, <laughs> you're not a top four defenseman anywhere. Confidence is healthy in in healthy doses, but he's like delusionally confident. Like he's yes. like, I'm a top four defenseman on any team. <laughs> That's yeah. No, 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 no. No, he calls himself a shutdown defenseman. He's not a shutdown defenseman. <laughs> no. like you, you get walked no. around uh, 
constantly. I like he's constantly out of yes. position. He's constantly yes. fumbling for the puck. He's constantly turning it over. Like it, it, that that is not you know like there, there's no excuse for that. Like you need to no. not you know, at this work level. on your stick handling, buddy. Yeah, not not at this level, and and the passing too. Like the passing is 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 horrible. Like and these aren't even contested passes. Like he's just like like he'll just make a horrible breakup pass to no one or to the other team. Yeah. Uncontested. Yeah. It's like I could have made that pass. Yeah. Like, like there was no one on you. Yeah. <laughs> What's going no, this, on? This this is this is the <laughs> issue. It gets to the point where like if he's exiting the zone with the puck, if there's nobody on him, I'm still nervous. Cause like what is he gonna flip it over the fucking glass and get a delay of penalty <laughs> yeah. game? Like what? Who knows? Like yeah. you know, and and as soon as there's somebody's on him, I'm like, well, he's giving up the puck, like as because he, he always turns around and tries to go behind the net. I'm like, well, you're just gonna fucking they're gonna take the puck from you, and someone's gonna be in the slot, and they're gonna score. Like that's just, um, you know, that's that's kind of how he's played all season. Yeah. Um, which actually brings me to uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about. But um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about in terms of how we've been playing the last few games? I mean, I, I think we've basically covered it. You know, like the boys haven't been playing with the same amount of passion, haven't been hardworking enough uh they yeah seem a little lost the only thing i guess is uh it's time for monahan backland and dubay to show up yes um like enough's enough like i don't know when the last time backland scored was i think it's like 15 games yeah it's got it's got to be getting close to that like that's it needs to change same with sean monahan too i don't even know last time sean monahan scored a five on five goal <laughs> yeah i i, I don't know like what? So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being negative, and we're in a bit of a losing streak. But uh, this has been a thing we've talked about, even when the times were good. So um, that has to be mentioned again. They need to be better, um, like much better, um, defensively now too. And Lindholm is the only one. I wanted to say this too. That Lindholm was the only one I'm giving a break because he's been sick, apparently. Um, under the like, weather, I think. Like he's been playing Darryl through said, sickness. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe lingering COVID effects potentially. Um, so he's the only one I'm going to give breaks a break to um, mm-hmm. in that center group because everyone else, especially Sean, like Sean deserves a shit ton of criticism. Like he needs to give some offense. Like this man is getting paid $6 million a year. 6.375. He's one of the top play- players on the team, and he's not playing better than our AHL centers. Like, if you called up an AHL center, he'd probably get more points than <laughs> John Monahan is getting and probably be better defensively. Everyone always says that, too, and it really bugs me. They're like, oh, Sean's working on his two-way game, on other aspects of his game. Like, no, he's not. He's still awful there, too. He's, like, one yeah. of the only minus players on the entire team. Yeah. And I know you hate plus minus, but this is one of those cases, you know, when everyone else is plus 20 and you're minus 3 or whatever he is. He's minus 10. Okay, now he's minus 10. Then I'm like, <laughs> that's a red flag. Like, something is not right there. There's something. So he's not a two-way player. He's not a scorer. He shouldn't be in the league. He's not playing it at an initial level right now. So... He's got to he, yeah. pick it up. Like I don't even care if he's hurt. If he's hurt, sit. Like you're not good enough to even be on the team. Like you're not giving us anything. Being hurt, just sit. Like, get yeah. better. Anyway, vant over. Next thing. No, it's <laughs> it's no, it's it's completely. I, I'm sure a lot of people have those those same frustrations. Um, 
And the last time he scored uh, an even strength goal was December 11th against Boston. Hmm. Um, that was a 4-2 defeat. Uh, but yeah, I think he's only got, well, he's got four goals. Two of them are even strength. Two of them are on power play. So yeah, that, that is not, that is not 6.325 million. Yeah. 6.375. Turning into one of the worst contracts in the league. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. So, and it's, that's so, it's so unfortunate because he's still pretty young he still should be in his prime. He was one of our highest draft picks. We've yeah. grown him from he's a homegrown guy, homegrown talent. Um, it's just really, really unfortunate that uh, yeah. that we find ourselves in this conversation because obviously we all love Sean Monahan. Um, yeah, but at this point, it's like fuck, man. You're making <laughs> six point three million dollars, four goals. Like that's not that is not good enough. Um, Oh, what you're saying about no. Michael Backlund, the same thing. He's making yeah. $5.35 million. I think he also has four goals. Um, just and not he's scoring. not bringing it. He's not scoring. He's not bringing it on the defensive yeah. end either, uh, which is what he's supposed to be doing. Like, that's that's his whole, um, you know. Yeah. That's well, the biggest uh, reason he's on the team. A lot, of, a lot of the criticism lies there like center ice is a very important position you're the one carrying the puck up the ice you're the one leading the charge most of the time mm-hmm. um if if you're if those players are you know lacking not not doing anything they, yeah those lines are going to have a hard time to score the wingers are going to have a hard time to influence the offense there's a reason why like the top scorers in the league are mostly centermen for like in general so anyway Mm-hmm. Yeah, would like more from Sean. Imagine where we would be if it was 2018. If we had 2018 Sean Monahan just three years ago, but yeah, man. yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. I mean these these numbers are telling too, right? I mean Michael Backlund, uh, Dylan Dubé have identical points: four goals, seven assists, um, minus seven for Dubé, minus one for Backlund, minus ten for Sean. Uh, you know, our, our bottom, our bottom six wingers aren't just, they're just not getting it done. Um, Blake Coleman has been, uh, sort of, uh, he's, he's been, he's been helping, he's been helping the team. I mean, he, he hasn't been uh, an offensive engine, um, but he's been, his effort level has been there. He brings it every single game. Um, and that's yeah. what you that's what you expect out of Blake Coleman. Col- Coleman's earning his paycheck at least. Like, and he's yeah, ge- is generating. Like, he is getting shots. Like, yeah, he's he has our he's leads our team close to leads our team in shots. I mean, there's Kachuk and Johnny, but yeah, they get more ice and more power play time. So yeah, um, he's got 104 shots. Yeah, like goal. he's he is yeah. pushing the puck t- towards the right direction. Whereas yeah. like these players that you mentioned, they're just not doing the job, and mm-hmm. um. Yeah, something needs to be done, and um, I don't know what what we can do. Like, it's hard to trade them at this point because <laughs> who's yes. gonna who's gonna want them? No one. Yeah, no one's gonna want zilch. them. Value is zilch. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not good. It's it's that's a, I think that's a, a big part of our problem is that we have three centers that can't score. Well, other yeah. people can't score too, but um, like Andrew Mangiapane was kind of um, helping. <laughs> mask it maybe like 
because anything he was putting at the net would go in. Like his shooting percentage, even in this cold streak, is still above twenty percent. <laughs> yeah, so, and he's gone ice cold. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, he can't get any. He, unfortunately, he can't make his line mate score for him. But yeah. Um, anyway, maybe we've dwelled on that enough. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, it, it. It. I don't think. I think it is good to to touch on that. You're right because you know, outside of Elias Lindholm, those three guys are 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 centermen. They're they're second, third, and mm-hmm. and fourth. Backlund, Dubé, and Monahan, respectively. And mm-hmm. when you're you're not scoring any points, you it reflects that in in the standings. Yes. Um. You know, yeah. I I, I don't even know what we're gonna do. To be honest, I mean, you can't blow it up. <laughs> who are we gonna who are we gonna call up? Right? Like I'm, we talked about this. We don't want to bring up Jakob Peltier yet. No, um, yeah. We, we don't have any though we could. Yeah, but even like what's he gonna do? Like the only way <laughs> like the only way he's gonna impact, right, is if he goes to top six. So he has to go top six, get power play time so that he's actually scoring in a scoring role. He's not gonna provide offense from a checking role. Yeah. Not with those players. That's just he's you're dooming him to Sam Bennett treatment. It's just not. Yeah, I mean, considering Tyler Pitlick's on that second line right now with Backlund and Coleman, would oh, be a better shit. spot for Peltier, yeah. I think. For sure, for you sure. Know? I forgot about Tyler Pitlick, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm almost. I'm getting close to the point because, like, this has been a horrible stretch. Even like the four game losing streak, the four games before that, even before that, they were not doing good. Like, I don't know what our last 15... Like, if you split the season in two, we're probably in the bottom half of the league in the in the second half of that, I would bet. Yeah. Probably bottom five, I would bet. Yeah. We're close. Um, right there with Edmonton, luckily. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's Do you blow it up? Like, what do you do? Like, if you're out of the... We're out of the playoffs right now. If they don't get back we're in... We're for sure, it, yeah. I mean, uh, we're out of the playoffs, but we have at least five games on hand uh, on all sure. the teams that are ahead of us. Like, sure. we've played the least amount of games in our division. Right. At 34. Do um, you do you think we can win those games? <laughs> I guess it's... I don't know who they're playing. I don't think it's an easy schedule. Uh, Florida yeah. obviously next. Let, like, let's just I'm, let's just take a quick gander here. Yeah, we got Florida at home. Florida than Edmonton, so Edmonton plays us well, unfortunately. Yes. Um, but it's road we just, game. Yeah, then we have we, St. We, Louis, which is a top team in the league. Yeah, twice. <laughs> St. Louis yeah. twice, and then Columbus. So maybe and Vancouver. Yes, the but the they've month. been playing really good. Vancouver mm-hmm. has been. Yes. Um, shit, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if these five games... I mean, obviously, our, my confidence is completely shattered, as you can tell. <laughs> but I've gotten back into that that state of mind where I'm like, I don't expect us to win. I expect us to lose. Um, uh, but it's okay. Uh, maybe they can change, change everything. Give us... Uh, Give us those games back, but yeah, I mean, like I said, this is at this point all it comes down to are the players. Are they willing to put in the work to get back to the level that they were that they were at before? Because you know, obviously, right now they're nowhere close to that level. No, um, 
and all that is required of them at this moment in time is effort because they haven't been they have not been putting the effort in um and uh, yeah i there's no help coming right like the, there's nobody on the wings that are, that's willing to that's ready to step up i mean one could argue i don't know why we're still we haven't called you so up to take Zadorov's place because obviously we are not winning now um with Zadorov in in the uh in the lineup so you can't that is not the um the reason why Zadorov is still in the lineup there is I don't I can't think of any other reason he could be in the lineup um <sighs> even over Michael Stone at this yeah, point like, I, you know, I like, would put Stone in before Zadorov yeah at this point yeah. right um so yeah I, I there might be help coming likely not but you know at the same time <laughs> I, I think I, I do want to um I do want to talk about that but we do got to take a quick break uh so we'll do that real quick now and then when we come back I'll talk about maybe there could be backup coming but we'll see but so we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back this is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftBook Kings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer counting down to super bowl 56 new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game bet just five dollars and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious if sportsbook isn't available in your state or province yet you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings daily fantasy football contests DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. And welcome back to Blasty's Corner. So as I was mentioning uh there might be some help coming uh in the form of i mean i i would say we could maybe use a boost on the back end uh there have been reports circling around Jakob chukrin of the arizona coyotes john klingberg of the dallas stars who seemed to be unwilling to offer him an extension despite uh klingberg's desire to remain in dallas uh and of course everybody keeps talking about it i don't think it should happen but um potentially bringing back former flames captain mark giordano um at the trade deadline 
first of all, what are your thoughts? What are the, what what do you think out of those three players? If if you could choose one, who would it be and why? And I mean, we, at this point, we're not sure if that's even going to happen. But you know, it's it's fun to to engage in these kind of exercises because who knows, anything could happen. Um, I'm a huge fan of Klingberg. Yep. Um, but he's a bit older. Uh, Geo can stay away. <laughs> <laughs> I here here's my thinking behind that. I love Geo, but I think like why? <laughs> What's the I, I, over the other two? I mean, like the other two will be on your team longer, and I think the cost won't be much different. To be honest, I think Geo's having. I mean, he's a big part of that Seattle team. Mostly, uh, they're not doing good, but um, yeah, like he's he's old, and I don't know. Does he actually provide much of a? bump over Zadarov. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't watched a lot of Seattle this year, so it's tough to say. Definitely offensively, I would say yes, but um, anyway. Uh, as far as trickering, uh, I think the cost would just be too much. That's why I kind of... Yeah. Like, I think Arizona wants a, a lot. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But, I, I mean, I, re- I heard rumors that it was like Eichel levels, right? Like yeah, the, they want Eichel yeah, level. It's, yeah, it's a lot. Um, I don't know if the Flames have... Have that? Maybe they like Monahan. We'll give him a call. Just be like, hey, Monahan's, Monahan's available. You know, Keller Monahan combo. Yeah, kind of like Johnny and <laughs> Johnny yeah. Monty, Keller Monty. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I would maybe look at Klingberg because he's a bit older. He's still really good, obviously, but obviously Dallas doesn't want him or. There's a reason why, because I, because he made it public, right? Like he was like, I want to sign with them, but they just won't yeah. contact me. <laughs> like, they're, yeah. Like, so what's the deal there? I don't know, but yeah, like at the beginning of the summer, he said right after they were out of the playoffs last year, actually, um, he made it clear that he wanted to sign an extension and said he was looking forward to that, and then they just never called him. Um, and then extending into this season again, they still haven't talked about it. Uh, in his last press conference, when they talked, when they asked him about it, he even said that he felt underappreciated. Um, hmm. so it, I mean, they they did just give Miro Heiskanen that big pay raise, eight point four five million dollars. He's getting paid. Um, yeah, what a player! He is definitely there going to be their future captain obviously i still have nightmares um, about that it's a playoff series yeah uh and then they seem pretty high on essa lindell as well so you know those both both those guys are making north of five point like i mean essa's making 5.8 and then you've got Suter making 3.65 for the next four years as well mm-hmm. um so maybe you know they're they're pretty cap crunch to be honest. I mean those big <laughs> those two uh, big contracts to Ben and Sagan hmm. uh, kind of are kind of handcuffing them right now. I imagine they'll probably want to bring Joe Pavelski back since he's a UFA after this year. Um, yeah, I mean it. It looking at Klingberg's deal even you know he's a UFA after this year obviously he's making 4.25 on this deal that it, that he is on so that's you can fit that under the cap he could be a possibility 
Yeah, like we would obviously have to move salary back, right? And then, um, yeah. then they would obviously be able to fit it. But yeah, that, that's who I would target. Um, yeah, he's a right shot, right defenseman as well. Yeah, well, we desperately, <laughs> desperately need right shots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he he's a great player. I like Klingberg a lot. Uh, ever since I uh, picked him up in fantasy a couple of years ago, and he had a great mm-hmm. year. So uh, I'm biased, but um, I think he's a puck mover and a good defenseman. And he's I think he's pretty big, so he could be a center player. I think. Yeah, he's only he's only 29 right now too. So I mean, he's yeah, going like... to be 30 in August. But you know, defensemen generally age pretty well and. A guy yes. like him, I mean, he's his biggest thing is offense, and he's pretty good in his own end as well. He's six foot three as well, so he's yeah, he's a big guy. Um, he would be he would be an asset to most people's back. Like unlike Zadorov, this guy is a top four defenseman on <laughs> I would say any <laughs> any team um, that he ends uh, up on. Isn't that crazy that Klingberg only makes like what half a million more? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, yeah. Klingberg, yes. Klingberg actually is a top four defenseman. <laughs> That's oh, the I, difference. <laughs> yeah. Guess we just needed half a million more. But yeah, um, I didn't did not like thinking about that. No, I know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's a it was it's just a horrible deal, and I'm gonna keep talking about it until Brad mm-hmm. gets fired. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. if they don't make the playoffs will happen this year, I think. But yeah. Um yes, so yeah, uh, Klingberg's my pick. Uh I mean, Chickren would be great, but I, I would like Chickren over Klingberg. But um, oh yeah, so. I think anybody would. I'm, he's like I'm, what? I think he's only twenty three. Oh yeah, that guy, like yeah, he if he if he goes to a good team, that that guy's gonna blow up because he's the only reason why like Arizona's doomed. <laughs> Do, yeah. doomed without him. I feel like twenty three years old, only gonna be making four point six for the next four years. So yeah, he's what a UFA, too. UFA in twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I, I understand why the value is high. It should be high. Yeah. Um, but Eichel he's... level? I don't think it's Eichel level. Man, defensemen though, top pairing defensemen are hard to come by. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess so. So yeah, you got to pay. But it's Eichel. It is Eichel. Yeah. Right. Like, isn't I... he? Is he playing today? I heard that he's I, back. I heard he was skating, but I don't know mm. if he's playing today. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, thought, I saw a thing on TSN, I think. Or it could be. Might have been a news article, but... Um, well, that's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, I think he's back soon. He's 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 not that far away. Oh, good for you, Vegas. Um, I'm, looking, I'm looking at Dallas's uh, center depth to see if they could use a, a backland for their fourth line. Oh, yeah, maybe they, I. They I would if it was. Yeah, I would pull the trigger if if uh, if they wanted Backlund. We'd have 100%. to add, obviously, but like, obviously, I think that could be a root of the deal. Like you add Backlund, who can play a fourth line role successfully. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, if he's not expected to score, like he's on our team, where he's the second line center, <laughs> or would he be classified as second line center? I guess, yeah, he would be. Backlund. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Monahan's fourth line now. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, we'd have to fill a find a way to fill that internally, which would be all right, I suppose. It wouldn't. Yeah, be... I think we have extra centers. 
to be honest. Yeah, yeah right now they've got Roddick Foxa and Raleigh Damiani. Yeah, I've never even heard of him. Yeah. Damiani. So, anyway, that, I mean, that could be a potential route of a trade, Backland, and then maybe we add some picks or whatever, or maybe there's another piece, a prospect that they are interested in. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be looking at, like, trading Phillips away, if I'm being totally honest. Um, yeah. I know he's homegrown, but and he's from Calgary, which is great, but, um, like, is it really room? Because he's a left winger, too. No, uh, oh, he's, he's a right winger. He's listed as a center. Listed as a right, listed as center, right winger. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. The, I I just don't know if there's room for Phillips. Maybe they take Phillips over Backlund, or maybe Godden, Glenn Godden could come up if Backlund goes. Yeah. We have prospects yeah. that are interesting in 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 the AHL. I think that could supplement a trade. Rizicka mm-hmm. maybe could. Rizicka for sure. Some yeah, like he's interest. poor guy's been just. Benched. wasting away on the fucking taxi squad for no reason <laughs> good to see him play would um, be over fucking pitlick for sure over and fucking monahan for sure yeah well, <laughs> yeah um, i mean at least you still have some offensive upside when monahan's on the ice but like you know if you get if you get rizichka to replace i mean i know i know he's still a rookie he's he's got some mistakes he's made some mistakes i've seen them um but you know, the only way to get over that is to play. So I yeah, the, yeah, you don't get over those rookie mistakes by sitting in the press box. Yeah. So anyway, exactly. That could be a theoretical move. I, I would, I would be interested in that if I was Brad because our, our third pairing, heck, even our second pairing on the on D needs help. Like desperately yeah. needs help. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, absolutely, and even if. You know, if we bring, if we were to bring Klingberg in, uh, you could get him, you could pair him with Shillington on that yep. second line and then just move Tanev to the third pairing. Uh, and that's not necessarily bad to save Tanev some minutes because then he'll be fresh for the playoffs. Yeah. 100%. Right. Because Buddy plays, Buddy plays a lot of minutes and yeah, hard minutes. those are hard minutes. Yeah. Um, so. You know, and and we all know, you know, Tanev's uh, durability has been an issue in the past. So you definitely want to make sure he is good to go in the playoffs and as well rested as possible. So, you know, you bring in a guy like Klingberg, he can step right into that top four role. Uh, Tanev can have a bit of a rest um, on that third pairing. Let Branson do all the heavy lifting and Tanev just, you know, be the floor general. Tell him where the fuck he needs to go and... (laughs) Where he needs to put a stick. Um, the, the, you know what's interesting too about for the Flames um, is that like we haven't played very much. Like when's the trade deadline? Like it's soon, isn't it? Soon-ish, I think. February. Trade... It's usually in March, I think. Deadline NHL 2022. March 21st. So it's still oh, a ways. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's still a ways. Away. I was just going to say, like, oh, man, like, if it's in February, we could have, like, over half the season left of, because of all the postponements. Yeah. Nah, nah, they're going to, they're going to make sure everybody's equal-ish playing field, I think. Because that three, it's because of that three-week. Um... The Olympics, right? Yes. They counted the Olympics. Yeah. Well, shoot. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I I would really love for us to pull the trigger on a on a John Klingberg deal. I mean, that would um, that would really solidify our decor. I think um, it wouldn't give time for Valamaki to play, obviously, but you know, Klingberg is likely going to be a rental anyway. Yes. Um, yeah, we kind of. I mean, him. unless unless we can find some way to retain him, I mean, that'd be There's... you know. I don't think there's any way. I don't think there is. No. Um, we're going to need every bit of cap space we can squeeze out of. I mean, we won't have to pay 3.75 to Zadorov, 1.95 to Goodbranson, 1.5 to Troy Brower. Um, oh, that's off the books too. Yeah, that'll be coming off. Hey, that's um, great. That's almost Stone makes 750. That's some change, but I mean, that's that's better than nothing. I mean, that's almost six million. Or that yeah. is six million. More yeah, one point one point seven five is going to Tyler Pitlick. That will be gone. Um, Nine hundred wow. will be is going to Brett Ritchie. That'll be gone. Eight hundred going to Brad Richardson. That'll be gone. So there's some some leeway here. Yeah, um, interesting. I didn't realize yeah. the kind of situation with all the expiring deals. That's kind of nice. I mean, the team's going to yeah. look completely different next year. Yeah. <laughs> I get to that now but which is um, which is why i mean you know when um if we don't make the playoffs it's a good spot for the new gm stepping in to be able to assess yes where to go from here because it it does look like we're i mean you know we're we'll either be tearing it all down um because obviously johnny will be a ufa Mm -hmm. chuck is an rfa um we could just be open for business or we could figure out a way to continue. <laughs> it's know. it's we're kind of lucky to be in this spot. I mean, really, like it it would be a teardown, right? Because Johnny could be either a trade option to get us more picks in the upcoming drafts. Yeah, the dar draft I would aim for, to be honest, because you can get more um, more value for like a first round pick two years down the line than you would for next year's draft, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know you can kind of shoot high for those top tier prospects which I mean I know it's a there's a lot of arguments for and against doing an entire blow up but I mean you look at all the previous cup winners recently most of them have one first overall pick on their lineup in their lineup yeah, or a top tier player I think St. Louis is one of the only exceptions because you have Tampa the last two then it was who was before Tampa? Who won the cup before Tampa Bay? Uh was it Pittsburgh? No. No, it wasn't Pittsburgh. St. Louis? St. Louis. So yeah, St. Either Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. Let me see. Did Boston win? No, they just made the finals. Yeah, that was the yeah. year Boston and St. Louis were in the finals. Let me see. Let me just bring this up real quick. Um yeah. we can go through, but who won Stanley Cup winners? Here we go. I'm pretty sure it was St. Louis. Tamp- Tampa, Tampa, St. Louis. So Tampa yeah. obviously has, you know, well, Stamkos, Headman. Yes. yes. Um, Capitals, Ovechkin. Pittsburgh Penguins the years before that. Crosby, Malkin. Mm-hmm. Blackhawks, Kane, Taves. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know if Taves was a top first overall, but Kane was. Mm-hmm. Um, Kings. Uh, I think they're another. Oh, no, Kopitar was a, was a first overall, wasn't he? I think. Uh... Or no. Would have been no. I'd say no. I, I think, think he was, was relatively unknown. Yeah, 
Anyway, yeah. Point of the matter is, yeah, everybody who's won has mostly typically had, yeah, yeah, typically had a first overall pick. Um, it's 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 hard to be it's hard it's hard to win with a top tier talent. You have to yep. play a good team game, and you have to have a really deep team otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know the team that's going to win the cup this year likely will have multiple for sure. Like Florida looks pretty good to win the cup this year, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so. Oh well, yeah, and I was going to say too, like, um, I mean, the highest pick that the Flames ever got was number four, better. and we traded him away. So. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and and like I mean. You look at the core pieces of, of this team, even Monaghan back when we were, you know, good top tier, like six overall, like like these these players that you get high in the draft are valuable and they make up your team. So I don't know. I know people don't like blowing it up, but I mean, it is a, it's a way to win. Like it is, it's more proven than trying to build a deep team and win. I would say that um, even though you do have cases where it doesn't work or people or teams that haven't won yet. Um, I think there's a lot of cases of teams that have won with those top tier picks, and you have Shane Wright and uh, McDavid or McDavid, <laughs> Bedard coming up in the next two, and Mitchkov as well in in two years from now, the mm-hmm. Russian superstar. Even though I don't know if a Russian wants to play in Calgary, but <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. So yeah, I mean, you could play with Zadorov. Yes, that's right. Yes, it could. <laughs> Kuznetsov is, is on the team. Yeah, yeah, Kuznetsov, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, I, I, the reason why I'm getting out of all these picks is that, like, it's kind of a if we're not in the playoffs by the trade deadline, like, we could accumulate realistically a bunch of picks. Like, if we wanted to blow it up, we have the option. Yeah. There's, you know, we have a lot of, we still have valuable pieces like Hannafin, Razzers, Anderson, Tanev, all these players could be sold. If you decide to blow it up, yeah, you know that would it, be a sad day, though. Yeah, oh for sure. I don't. I don't yeah. want that to happen. <laughs> like, I want to. Hopefully, we make the playoffs this year, and we, we can have make a run. Noise. Yeah, because yeah. I think Sutter's the coach to do it. But you know, if you're gonna not make the playoffs, um, like to me, when I look at it, I look at it very black and white. It's like either if you're not in, you better be doing everything you can to give yourself the best option in the future to get in. And typically. Mm-hmm with a team that doesn't have any sustained success in the playoffs, because like the Flames, they haven't won a round. They've won one round. Yeah. Um, the way to go to me is blow it up. Like It's not like we're the, the Capitals who made it to round two, round three, or they lost to Pittsburgh every year. Like the Capitals had success. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, as, an, as an example against, you know, you know, just because you haven't had success in the playoffs doesn't mean you're going to have success if you keep going. Like, we haven't had any success in the playoffs just because we make it, you know. But anyway, yeah, that's my that's where my that's where my head was in the summer. And if that's the direction the team goes, like, you're not going to make the playoffs, then just just reset. It takes quicker than you think to reset. Yeah. Years. Yeah, especially with the yeah, especially with the talent that's coming out of the draft every year. I mean, you know, this this league is getting to be younger and faster, mm-hmm. uh, right up the alley of these kids' games. So um, it it definitely is. It doesn't take as long as it used to. No, to rebuild for sure. Um, I mean, you you look at look at the Ducks. Uh, yeah. You look at 
look at the the Kings even. Um, the Rangers rebuilt pretty quickly. I mean, they they retooled. Uh, getting Panarin and Zibanejad was was a pretty big part of that. But um, you know, they they still drafted Igor Shosturkin. Um, yeah, the Frenier. I mean, he's not yeah. a huge part of their team, but I mean, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's still so, figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. Kako as well. So yeah, they had high picks. So yeah. But that's the that's the thing is that they they were also because they were new because they're the Rangers they're able to mm-hmm. supplement and and insulate those rookies with guys like Panarin oh. and Zibanejad and Strom who was a huge yes. trade for them. Yeah. Um, so you know it's it you can do that and yeah, like you said, you know the you look at our team and there are holes. Yeah, um, you, yeah, and, and and every year Brad's just filled them with million dollar, barely NHLers. Like that's been his yeah. his his memo the last two three years, hoping yeah. that Johnny and Monty can just carry us into a deep run. Like realistically, outside of the Dougie Hamilton trade, mm-hmm. he hasn't done anything major. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't tried to move the needle. Either he's missed the boat. Or he just hasn't had the the gumption to do it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, getting Tanev and Markstrom signed has been a big boost for sure. But you're right. Uh, yeah, like you said, it's not. It's not. It hasn't been. None of the moves have been over the hump moves. You're right. We still haven't made it over the hump. I mean, we're not gonna. I, I don't think. I don't think even if we made it to the second round, it would be a success. I think we'd have to go to at least the conference final. Yeah, yeah, we need, yeah, we need su- su- like actual success. You don't yeah. need to win a cup. Like that's not my measure. I would, it would be nice to win, but like yeah. if you want to actually continue with the core, this is the year to me. Like this, like this is it. Like yeah. Johnny's UFA. There's other UFAs. Like, why would Johnny resign if you know why? <laughs> Same with Majapane. To be honest, his agent's telling him to check UFA out. Why would Majapane resign? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing with that is, you know, you, you want to make sure that your client gets the most money and we don't know what the cap situation is going to be like in a couple of years. So why sign that long-term contract, right? But, yep. um, so. but yeah, I, I think uh, lots to think about yeah. in this conversation, I think. Yeah. Um, is. Which is why we would like to get uh, your thoughts if, if uh, to all those listeners out there. Um, hi Austin. Seven, uh, yeah. Hey Austin. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. You can get at us at Blasty's Corner on Twitter. Um, and yeah, if if you like the podcast, again, please rate, share, subscribe. It really helps us out. Um, share it with your friends, your coworkers. Bring your mom. We'd very much appreciate that. Uh, Chris, you got anything else to add to this conversation? Nah, I've complained enough today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the Flames are up tomorrow um, against the Florida Panthers at home. That's going to be. Uh, I don't even. I don't even want to say it's a nail biter. I think it. It might. We might get blown out. It. It could be a close game. So I don't. I don't know what. Uh... <laughs> Chris is. Chris is signaling ten nothing um, over there. I, I don't know about that, but. Uh... Let's hope not. But yeah, I mean, 
actually it's going to be Sammy Bennett's return to Calgary. Um, so that'll be a special game. Uh, sad for a lot of fans, I'm sure, to see Sam in, in a different uniform, playing so well for the Florida Panthers. But, you know, at the same time, I'm happy for the kid. He deserved, you know, every success that he's found so far. Yes. And he's just, you know, I, I'm so happy for yeah. for Sam Bennett that uh, he's finally found a team that appreciates him. Yes, <laughs> straight up. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. Do you so, think he gets booed? Do you think he gets booed before we no, go? No, there's no way. If you boo Sam Bennett, you are not a nice person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't his fault. I mean, no, was, no. He, he talked about wanting to to do more and have more responsibility. Um, the coach he didn't have just, the chance. Yeah, the coaches never gave it to him. Um, and when they did, they gave him like two shifts, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're off." So it's like, that's he didn't have the best opportunity to shine. So I hope they don't boo him. Um, I'm going to be at work, so I can't check, but you let me know if they do. And I don't know what we're going to do, but well, there's nothing we can do, but um, please don't boo him. Don't boo poor Sam Bennett. He's, he's a good guy. Uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully though, it, it'll still end up being a flames victory. Uh, and then we play again, Saturday night, hockey night in Canada against the Edmonton Oilers in Edmonton. Um, that's going to be a very good game, I think. Um, hopefully this is the start of a winning streak for the boys. So until then, we will talk to you guys um, on Wednesday. Yeah, I guess we'll talk about the game on Wednesday. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace out. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.